0: Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 128, and this is God's Big Story.
1: It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. God's Big Story.
0: So welcome back everyone, and I hope you're mooing good this Wednesday.
1: Hi everyone.
0: Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the friendly, curious cow? So, Marvin, how are you
1: mooing? Oh, I'm mooing good, Dave. It's Wednesday, so yeah, we do PE in school. Ah,
0: okay, yeah, physical education, huh?
1: Oh, no, Dave, no. PE stands for pasture evaluation. Oh,
0: okay. Well, so what do you do in pasture evaluation?
1: Oh, well, Dave, it's simple. We go out to a pasture and we eat a bunch of grass and then we give the pasture a score out of 100 chomps on how good it is based on weed content and variety of grasses and mud to grass ratio and the moisture content of the grass, stuff like that.
0: Oh, I see. Oh, that actually sounds quite tricky.
1: Oh, maybe to you, Dave, but, you know, for us cows, it's second nature. Mm, look, see that pasture over there? Yeah. Well, just by looking, that probably scores mm, maybe 75 to 80 chomps. And, well, see that one over there?
0: Which one? Oh, that one?
1: Yeah, the one on the other side. Well, the grass is greener over there, so that probably scores maybe 85 to 90 chomps. Well, Marvin,
0: yeah, I had no idea about P.E. That's fascinating. But, well, we had better get to Benjamin, or we won't have time for his joke today.
1: Okay, yeah, let's do it. Jingle, please! Hey, it's
0: Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke.
1: Oh oh Hi Benjamin.
0: Hello Benjamin. Yep sorry we're running a little bit late today but we are ready for your joke. Oh yeah that's no problem Dave but get ready to laugh because here it comes. So what did the king of Israel say when his city was under siege?
1: I don't know Benjamin what did he say?
0: He said oh no this is Syria. (laughs) (laughs) Syria. Get it,
1: Sirius? Oh, 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 I get it now, Benjamin, yeah. Because they were from Syria, Dave. See, so Syrias, Syrias. get it?
0: Yes, thank you. And as always, thank you, Benjamin. Oh, yeah, no worries, Dave. Hey, I'll see you guys next Wednesday.
1: Bye, Benjamin.
0: Okay, Marvin, so we had better get to today's reading. Now, yesterday we heard about the siege and how terrible it was in Samaria.
1: Okay, yeah, but Elisha said it was going to get better,
0: right? He did. And so our old friend Andrea is going to read to us what happened next.
2: Oh, hi, Andrea. Hello, folks. And today's reading is taken from Second Kings chapter 7, verses 3 to 20. There were four men who had a skin disease. They were at the entrance of the gate of Samaria. They said to one another, Why should we stay here until we die? Suppose we say we'll go into the city. There isn't any food there and we'll die. But if we stay here, we'll die anyway. So let's go over to Aram's army camp. Let's get ourselves up. If they spare us, we'll live. If they kill us, we'll die. At sunset, they got up and went to Aram's army camp. They arrived at the edge of it, but no one was there. The Lord had caused the soldiers of Aram to hear a noise. It sounded like chariots and horses and a huge army. So the soldiers said to one another, Listen! The king of Israel has hired the Hittite and Egyptian kings. He has paid them to attack us. So the soldiers of Aram had run away. At sunset they had left their tents and horses and donkeys behind. They had left the camp just as it was and they had run for their lives. The men who had a skin disease arrived at the edge of the camp. They entered one of the tents. They ate and drank. Then they took silver, gold and clothes. They went off and hid them. They returned and entered another tent. They took some things from it and hid them also. But then they said to one another, What we're doing isn't right. This is a day of good news and we're keeping it to ourselves. If we wait until sunrise, we'll be punished. Let's go at once. Let's report this to the royal palace. So they went. They called out to the people who were guarding the city gates. They told them, We went into Aram's army camp. No one was there. We didn't hear anyone. The horses and donkeys were still tied up. The tents were just left as they were. The people who guarded the gates shouted the news. It was reported inside the palace. The king of Israel got up in the night. He spoke to his officers. He said, I'll tell you what the men of Aram have done to us. They know we are very hungry, so they have left the camp to hide in the countryside. They are thinking, we are sure they'll come out, then we'll take them alive and we'll get into the city. One of the king's officers said, a few horses are still left in the city. Have some men get five of them. Those men won't be any worse off than all the other Israelites who are left here. In fact, all of us will soon be dead anyway. So let's send the men to find out what happened. The men chose two chariots and their horses. The king sent them out to look for Aram's army. He commanded the drivers, Go and find out what has happened. They followed the trail of Aram's soldiers all the way to the Jordan River. They found clothes and supplies all along the road. The soldiers had thrown them down when they ran away. So the men who were sent out returned. They reported to the king what they had seen. Then the people went out of the city. They took everything of value from Aram's army camp. So 12 pounds of the finest flour sold for less than half of an ounce of silver and 20 pounds of barley sold for the same price. That's exactly what the Lord had said would happen. The king had put an officer in charge of the city gate. He was the officer on whose arm the king leaned. On their way out of the city the people knocked the officer down. In the entrance of the gate he was crushed as they walked on top of him and so he died. That's exactly what the man of God had said would happen. He had said it when the king came down to his house. What Elisha, the man of God, had told the king came true. Elisha had said, About this time tomorrow, flour won't cost very much. Even £12 of the finest flour will cost less than half of an ounce of silver. You will be able to buy £20 of barley for the same price. That's all you will have to pay for those things at the gate of Samaria. The officer had spoken to the man of god the officer had said suppose the lord opens the sky and pours down food on us even if he does could what you are saying really happen the man of god had replied you will see it with your own eyes but you won't eat any of it and that's exactly what happened to the officer on their way out of the city the people knocked him down in the entrance of the gate he was crushed as they walked on top of him And so he died.
0: Thanks, Andrea. Oh,
2: wow, Dave. The whole army just
0: ran away, huh? It did. Nobody inside the city could ever have imagined any way out of the terrible situation they were in. But there is nothing God cannot do. In one day, they went from having no food at all to having all the food they could eat.
1: Yeah, but that poor old captain guy got crushed, huh? Seemed like the reading kind of told that story all over again, huh?
0: Yeah, it did, but I guess the author really wanted to make the point that everything God had said would happen, happened in exactly the way that he said it would.
1: Oh yeah, okay, yeah.
0: Now, that's not anything new for us. We've talked about how God is omniscient before.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, he knows everything, right?
0: That's right, he does. And that is a real comfort, especially when things go wrong. If something terrible happens, well, it doesn't take God by surprise. He doesn't have to change his plans and do something different than he was going to do anyway. He knows exactly what's coming. He knew this pandemic was coming. He knows how long it's going to take for us to deal with it. Today, thank God that we can rest, knowing that even though we do not know what tomorrow will bring, he definitely does. And he is all ready to walk through it with us.
1: Oh, the good cowherd.
0: Yes, I mean, we'd usually say shepherd, but yes, cowherd is fine too. But we are definitely out of time, Marvin, so let's say goodbye and we'll be back tomorrow.
1: Okay, yeah, well, bye everyone. See you tomorrow.
0: Goodbye. We'll see you soon.